the Veda chanting which has been going on in the morning and the evening, as Bhagwan comes out of his residence and walks towards Kulwant uh, Hall, the auditorium, students start chanting Veda. The chanting of Veda may appear to be just noise, just some voice or some loud sound, meaningless shouts. But my friends, it is not so. Vedas contain slokas, S-L-O-K-A-S. The slokas are in Sanskrit language. They are not composed by any man. They are born out of intuition, intuition from within. Among the saints who spent years and years in penance, there in forests, long back. And they got some intuitive feeling and they started memorizing. And that knowledge is passed on from one generation to another generation. The very sound of Veda has got an effect on our brain. The electromagnetic waves of Vedas have got effect on our nervous system, circulatory system, blood circulation and all that. Veda helps us individually for at the physical level, at the mental level and at the spiritual level. Veda chanting also helps the entire community to grow and uh, a sort of a prayer to ensure timely rain that the country may prosper, that the country may be full of plenty and prosperity. Veda prays for the welfare of the entire humanity, not of a country, not of a region, not of a religion, certainly not. It prays for the entire humanity, for the whole universe. Veda he has got nothing to do with the religion. With those few words, I will proceed with the rest of the details. You are quite welcome to put questions if you have any towards the end. <coughs> My friends, let me tell you that there are around 300 universities in this country with 40 lakhs of students on rolls getting higher education out of these colleges and universities. But I can tell you one thing. If there is any single university where the teaching of culture, the teaching of values is the center, is the main theme, it is none other than Sri Satchasai University. I am telling you the fact. They will be confirmed slowly as you listen to my other talks. Because they contain statements made by eminent educationists from all parts of this country that will come to know in due course of time. In other words, it is enough if we know right now that Sri Satchasa University is the only university 
in this country which focuses its attention on the cultural values the tradition of this country and the second point which i want to draw your attention is this as you must be watching there all students know veda chanting right from kindergarten level kg child to phd student all students chant veda in unison they join in chorus in perfect harmony excellent diction beautiful pronunciation ideal modulation full throated with joy hours together is not an easy joke to teach veda to all thousands of children so that they all sing the glory of god praying for the whole of the humanity for the mankind such that the humanity will live in peace security safety prosperity well that's something great something unique of this institution apart from that one thing that we don't find anywhere is this girls chanting veda which is an exception usually in this country women in earlier days were prohibited from learning veda later they protested people are ready to teach but no one is ready to learn <laughs> so vedic knowledge is not very popular among women but it is sri satyasai baba who made all girls of anantapur chant veda which i am not able to believe even now though i have been listening to it for the last 14 years is it all true that's what i feel every time i hear girls chanting veda there here in this country there are priests who perform various rituals spiritual rituals activities like marriages uh learning housewarming function naming the child these are all the religious activities which are all performed by priests as you know that and all priests are supposed to know veda but believe me or not the standard of veda chanting of our students is of professional standard i even joke with them are boys you don't have to worry about unemployment you can live as a priest as well <laughs> the boys usually well i am not a very serious man no by temperament and i i don't also mix with serious people and i take that religion is bliss i believe that god is bliss and i know seriousness is a sign of sickness and not of spirituality so i like smiling people and i make people smile and when boy says sir we know this we chant all this i tell them boys i appreciate you for another reason priests outside they chant veda as a means of livelihood to earn their 
bread. But you blokes, you fellows, you are PhDs and M.Tech, M.S.E.s and P.G. boys chanting Veda. I think you are first class enemies of all priestly class there in the country. <laughs> because they have that kind of excellence, I tell you. The intonation, the modulation, the, the throat, wow, as if... Supposing you take this cassette and make any pundit, a scholar in Veda, listen to that, he will say, he must have been from a very high uh, ranking university where Veda is taught. Unbelievable standard. That also I want to bring to your attention. My friends, <coughs> we worship what for? To enjoy the blessings of God. We pray why? To get the blessings of God. We meditate why? To see the manifestation of God. We sing bhajans why? To see God in front of us. So all our spiritual activities are to enjoy the manifestation of God. This Veda chanting in front of God Himself is something fantastic. A lifetime fulfillment. Because those people who chant Veda outside to see God, whereas you see Him and chant His glory in front of Him, it is really double the profit, double the profit, which is not an easy thing. And our God also wants all of us to know how great His children are. Natural. God, when He takes human form, He too will have certain humanistic tendencies. He wants the whole world to know that all students are experts in Veda, and that is not the monopoly of couple of students. You must have watched there. Suddenly we will ask all college boys to stop. And he asks high school students to start. You will all know that. High school students also know that. Suddenly you will stop them. He will ask elementary school people to start chanting. By that we all come to know that all children of Sai education institutions are very well versed, very familiar with the Veda and its chanting. Not only that, he started doing, playing some games. He wants one boy to start, stop, another boy to take from them, continue from there, stop, another boy, you continue from there, something like a chain. So, you should start where the other boy stops. The next man should start where you stop. So that it will be something like chain. So that chanting is not mechanical. That chanting is an art of perfection. That chanting is an art of perfection. Not mere memorization. No. So he wants boys to do that also. Which is a kind of revelation to all of us about which we are extremely happy. One day, suddenly, stop. He asked somebody, do you know the meaning of Veda? He said, yes, Swami. All right. 
Are boys? Start. One stanza. Stop. Uh, you tell the meaning. In English. He started giving the English meaning of that uh, verse. Uh, stop. Uh, next verse. So verse after verse. In between English translation. Please don't misunderstand me if I say a fact is a fact. Most of the pundits also do not know the meaning of Veda. Point one percent of Indians also do not know Veda nor its meaning. But it's uh, unbelievable how uh, they could give English meaning verse after verse and all that. So to chant Veda itself is sufficient uh, achievement and to know its meaning is an accomplishment which is unique. That's what I have seen. The climax of this is this. One day suddenly he asked one lecturer, come here. You ask these boys some questions on Veda. Even to prepare question paper, the teacher needs at least three to four hours of time. He should assemble all his books, see the syllabus, previous year question paper and prepare the question paper. But here is our good God who suddenly asks one lecturer to put questions on Veda. He is caught unaware. He doesn't know. Boys do not know that they are going to be examined. That too in front of thousands of devotees. If they flop, if they cut a sorry figure, Swami will feel let down very much. When he is so proud of his university, when he is so proud of his students, if at all students are to fail, he will feel let down. But God never fails. God never fails. So to demand, he asked that lecture, come on, put some questions. Please believe me, all questions are highly informative. And the answers are excellent. No one failed. Claps, cheers like anything. Most of you must have watched the whole scene that day. I noted those questions and answers for the benefit of uh, English speaking people. Some Sanskrit verses are here, the language which I myself do not know. So for convenience sake I have written in Telugu my mother tongue which I made it in uh, English Roman script which will get into the website that will be duly supplied by the courtesy of our friends. But I will give you some questions which are interesting. Questions are put by a lecturer on the dais in Sai Kulwant Hall open to the thousands of public and questions are put to students. Any student can get up and give the answer. You must have seen that. <laughs> All of them are unprepared. To me it appeared as if it is a public oral examination. An open viva voci. <laughs> An examination conduct like that. Question 1. There is some portion of Veda chanting what is called Rudram. R-U-D-R-A-M Rudram. And this Rudram 
has got two parts. One is namakam, the other is chamakam. The question is this, boys, you have learned rudram, and this rudram has two parts, namakam and chamakam. What is the difference between the two? Because we elders do not know so, the question doesn't arise. <coughs> but one boy got up and said, Swami, I'll give the answer. Yes, what is the answer? Chamakam part satisfies your desire. Chamakam part of the chanting of Veda will help for the fulfillment of your desires, whatever you ask for. Therefore, all mantras of this chamakam part end with the two letters. Chame, 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 chame. You must have heard it there. Chame means, I want that, I want that, I want that. <laughs> Therefore, chamakam is the submission of desires and you get them fulfilled. The other part is namakam. What is namakam? The namakam part of this rudram is surrender to God. Here there are two letters, na, ma. Na, ma, two letters. Ma, mine, no, not mine. Clear? Ma, mine, na, not, not mine, everything is yours. You understand? So, submission to God, surrender to God, that nothing is mine, everything is yours, is the meaning of na, ma, namaka. I think I am clear. Therefore, namakam, chamakam. The interesting is, in namakam, the first letter is na. In chamakam, the second letter is ma. Na, ma, meaning egolessness, not mine. That is the meaning explained by boys. Swami was very, very happy, as it is very well noticeable on the face. The second question is this. There is one sloka which says that everything is full in this world. Everything is full. Nothing is uh, uh, a, a fragment. Nothing is a bit. No, everything is full. The whole is full. You are full. Everything full. Particularly in respect of quality, we will understand the fullness. The question is this. Which sloka, which sloka from Upanishads say that everything is total, everything is full, and that divinity is full, this universe is full, full minus full again full, full plus full is full. Because we are fools, we don't understand what fullness is. That is full, this is full. Zero minus zero, zero. Zero plus zero, zero. Zero into zero, zero. That's all, simple mathematics. So that is infinite, this is infinite, that is full, this is full. 
which shloka says that boys one boy give the answer purnamada purnamidam purnat purnamudachyate purnasya purnamadaya purnamevavashishyate that is the shloka which is given over there 